spin. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And you successfully completed your trip to the eye doctor slash barber. Uh, not in this, not the same person. Uh, no, it was a, it was a, I got all my appointments in one day. Except now, now I have to make an appointment to go buy glasses, which is a separate appointment. You can't do anything. It's nothing's easy anymore. We did a weird thing because um, my daughter got glasses at, we, we got them for her. She broke her glasses when she was at school mm-hmm. before the before the lockdown. And so then we didn't, didn't get around to actually replacing them because everything shut down. So we couldn't go. And then when everything opened up and we could, we still had to make an appointment and get uh, her fitted for the glasses. And then when we got there to pick them up, we just stood outside. It was at the Walmart uh, eye place. Mm-hmm. And we just stood out, awkwardly stood outside in the in the kind of main hall area while they found them and brought them to us. So it was not the normal eyeglass buying experience. No, and that's what I'm definitely discovering the same thing. I think I, the guy gave me a little, some eye drops because mm. I have watery eyes and everybody was mm. like, oh, you're just old, man. That's it. Yeah, it's your old. But, but he's like, no, no, no. There's two layers of water. You have one of your layers of water is sweet. You can cry like a baby. But the other, there's a, there's another layer of water, and that's not good, and that's what these eye drops are for. So I was like, great. And I was like, how much are these? And he's like, that, that's a sampler. I was like, great. So I bring them home. I open, I take them out of the thing, and they're, it's like literally a sample. Like where, one drop. Yes, basically it's one drop. So now I get to make another appointment to go back and buy more eye drops. Why don't you just buy it, buy it at the time? Save yourself a trip. I thought it was bigger. Yeah. It's in a okay. big box. Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's the classic Christmas Misleading. present Christmas present trick. Okay. Where you open up the giant box and it's like, oh, it's Smarties. It's a tiny little <laughs> <laughs> You should have just anyway. told me you bought me Smarties and I wouldn't be so disappointed. Uh, we do have lots of great Star Wars news to talk about. The last couple of weeks has been uh, pretty active as far as Star Wars stuff is concerned. Uh, where do you want to start today? Um, boy, there's so much. Um, hey, I'll start with something that uh, that I'm suddenly seeing and that I'm going to resolve to do, which is the only figure I've been looking for for the past, oh, is it a year? Well, I guess a little less than a year, is the Mandalorian figure. Yeah. And today, uh, my friend on Instagram um, sent me a message to show me that the Mandalorian is now in stock on the vintage card. And I think he's already seen it on two or th- two or two different places. So it looks like my hunt is over. It looks like now I'll be able to go and. This take... is on the on the Kenner packaging, like the vintage Kenner it's, packaging. It's like the, it's a six inch figure, but on the large card that looks okay. like it's a vintage figure. Yeah. Um. So it looks like. And is it finally the hunt is over for that figure? Is it the is it Mando before or after his armor upgrade? Pre armor upgrade. Okay. Which I like. I like that that costume yeah, actually, but uh, but uh, you know, you got to keep the car- armor upgrading, so you have to buy more. <laughs> of course, that's right. Yeah, there's so many different versions of it. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to get a new suit of armor in the next season. And we're going to have to buy another figure. Like they're just, you know, yeah. they've so figured they figured out the figures basically as far yeah. as. Uh, yeah, sorry, and just so I should let people know my my kids are here in the background, and uh, Luke is going to pop in. I don't know if you heard that or not, but he's gonna no. Go, what did he say? He said, "Good pun." Oh, <laughs> uh, so, so 
he might jump in with some commentary every once in a while. So uh, just just so you guys are aware. No problem. Um, well, and yeah. since we're talking about the Mandalorian, I figured uh, I could throw that in right before we talked about the big Mandalorian news. Yeah. So the Emmy nominations came out this week. Yeah. And Mandalorian got 15 yes. nominations. Holy crap. Outrageous amount. It's a surprise. Yeah. It's definitely a spoiler. Uh, what's a spoiler? It's a, it's a spoiler in terms of other shows that expected the oh, nomination. Oh, yeah. That did well, not get one. I mean, we should have known, right? Because it's, yeah. uh, it is, you know, Netflix shows get nominated. It's, it's, um, you know, it is a valid, you know, entry in the mix, but people don't think of it because it's Disney Plus and it's really the only, uh, original series of note on Disney Plus, as far as I know, although there's probably other yeah. ones as well. First Emmy nominations. <laughs> okay, wait, this article is funny. It says it's the first Emmy nominations since the Battle for Endor, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which was it is. nominated for three Emmys back in the day. It was outstanding children's programming, sound mixing, and VFX. Yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian got nominations now for for best drama, which puts it up there with like Better Call Saul and all the other big names. Uh, as far as big series goes. So if it wins that, that's definitely an upset. Um, I don't know what it's up against. We'll take a look at that. Maybe we'll talk about Emmy nominations on one of our Media Nerds episodes. Um, but it's still, that's a huge uh, win for them. Just to be nominated is a huge win. Uh, outstanding character voiceover performance. Production design for narrative program. I guess because it's, it's a half hour. Oh, there's a half hour category, which is interesting. Uh, cinematography for a single camera. Uh, fantasy sci-fi costumes, three single camera picture editing for drama series, prosthetic makeup, music composition, guest actor uh, for Giancarlo Esposito, sound editing, and also stunt coordination and visual effects. So lots of different, like, you know, obviously the stuff you, that usually goes with the Star Wars production, right? But it does have the the uh, performance for Giancarlo Esposito, which is really interesting. Um, I don't think he would get nominated for that next year. I think he's going to be in the, in the season a lot more next year. He was only in, like, two episodes, right? Yeah. This year. So he's the, I think he's going to be the big bad next season. So he's going to be, like, a regular. He's not going to be a guest star. And by the way... Um, Werner Herzog, people. Can we get that man a nomination? Well, yeah, Come but on. I don't, I don't, I don't know what is like the criteria for nomination for a guest star versus a supporting. Werner Herzog was in quite a few episodes of that, uh, so I don't know if he counts as a guest star. Um, and he's, I don't know. he's not in it very much. But yeah, that's true. but um, uh, Brad Pitt was nominated for SNL. For three minutes. Explain to me how Brad Pitt gets an Emmy. They want him to show up at the Emmys. That's why they give him a nomination. For three minutes of, of SNL. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? SNL continues to confound me with its Emmy success. Well, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Because, it makes yeah, no sense. No. Oh, are you talking about for that, that bit he did yeah. as... Uh... As Fauci. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yes. That's so stupid. It's absurd <laughs> that you would award that with anything. <laughs> Worst for worst cameo would, by a major star, maybe. Award award it with a view on YouTube, maybe. That's pretty oh, much it. Yes. Um, doesn't say it doesn't say if there's a specific number of times they have to. Yeah. I guess as long as they're not like a regular actor in the series, then you know it counts. So I I would I guess maybe Werner Herzog was a regular actor. I don't know. I don't know what, what they how they figured that out. Did you and I did mean, you also did you see the specifics about the voiceover performance? No, no. Do you know what who that, that is? Is it is it Mando? Oh, is it Taika Waititi? Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say I, as as the um as the droid. I am a robot nomination. But the but you're doing a robot voice. 
I'm going to self-destruct. Oh, that's a nomination. Meanwhile, I actually think Nick Nolte did a much more nuanced performance as an Ugnaught. Um, he did. But that's like, he nah, did. nah. Sounds well, like Taika Waititi, he's kind of an awards show darling right now. He yeah. uh, He's coming off his win for um, for uh, uh, Jojo Rabbit and all that other stuff. So he's uh, they love him. They love him in Hollywood right now. Mick Nolte's probably burned some bridges, I would assume, <laughs> some Academy people. I don't know. I shouldn't assume that. I don't know. Nick Nolte's been around for a long time. But you're right. He he should have. And, and, and you, know, you, you mentioned this before. It's very interesting that he wasn't in any of the behind-the-scenes stuff. That was a pretty major character in the series um, yeah. and uh, and plays a big role. And, uh, yeah, nothing for him. So that's too bad. He probably phoned it in. He literally picked up the phone. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm right. an Ugnaught. There, am I done? <laughs> I've spoken. <laughs> All right, so yeah. there you go. So great, good for the Mandalorian. Uh, it's uh, I will uh, rewatch it. I've talked about it, but there's so much other stuff going on today. By the way, Umbrella oh. Academy is out on Netflix today, so that's going to be my weekend watching. Um, but uh, before second, the second season of Mandalorian comes out, I will rewatch season one, and uh, it's just a, just a great show. Very very it happy. About that. I'm, I'm very happy that it, that like that to me was like the 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 best. Uh, there's lots of things that I didn't like, like Bob Odenkirk doesn't get one for Saul. Or yeah, Rhea, that's a Rhea shame. Seahorn doesn't get one, like, for Saul. And and you are and you kind of go, well... And, and Little Fires Everywhere gets a nomination. And Ooh, so, yeah, you didn't is, like that one. It is such a piece of garbage. I mean, come on. In what world is that a good show? I, I, li- I, I can, do not accept that anybody thinks that's a good show who watches it. I, oh, I, I am just even stunned. Chris Schiffman even weighed in on Twitter at some point and said, "Yeah, it's not very good." No, it's so. it's terrible. It's 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 bad TV making. There's no doubt about it. Hey, there's some talented people in there. It doesn't. That's fine. I'm, I don't. I'm not saying anything about anybody's talent. I just don't think it all. It came together. I just yeah. think in the end, you finish watching it and you're like, "Well, that's weird. That like, that's <laughs> that's weird how they wrote that. Like that's it's more like that. It's more like." Whoa, what were they smoking in the writer's room today? As opposed to that makes that's a beautiful ending to a wonderful story. <laughs> Whereas with The Mandalorian, I did say that's a beautiful ending to a wonderful story. So I think, I, and of course, Little Fires Everywhere isn't the same category, it's a different category. Well, and even like you can't say The Mandalorian took away nominations from Better Call Saul in those because it wasn't nominated in the acting categories. So it's it's weird that that Bob Odenkirk didn't get nominated or Reese Seahorn because both of them they, they great, do great performances. Yeah. Better Call Saul did get for uh for, for best picture, and I'm sure there's other stuff yeah. as well. Best um, comedy, I think it's is it, oh no, best drama, sorry, best drama, yeah, it's yeah. a drama. Remember when that was supposed to be a comedy? That's such a weird. It was gonna be like a half hour comedy when they first started thinking about that show. Yeah, so. I still almost think of it as a comedy in some ways, but I mean every comedy has a trat like tragedy plus time equals comedy. They always say, and there is you can have a comedy with a tragic element, and that's always where the Emmys just drop the ball. They can't yeah. figure it out. They don't. They don't know. If if one person trips and falls during the show, they you get you get thrown into the comedy category. Like they don't really seem to have how many laughs do you need per half hour for it to be a comedy exactly? Exactly. But uh, but still... yeah, very good to see the Mandalorian awarded now. And, oh, and I love the music for the Mandalorian, so I was happy to see Excellent. that as well. Yeah, it's, it's a very yeah. good theme song, and it's really it's it's just a great like a, like I said, it's a great all around show. So uh, in other news, Disney announced recently that it's pushing back. Now I didn't even realize they had announced these dates. 
for these Star Wars movies, but the next trilogy apparently will be coming out every other year starting in 2023. So I guess it was going to be 2021 or 22, but they pushed it back because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So there's going to be 20 December is, and they're sticking with the December release dates, which I think is great because we love Star Wars at Christmas time. It's a great tradition now. Um, so December 22nd, 2023, and then the second one will be on December 19th, 2025, and then December 17th, 2027. So the next three Star Wars movies. Now, we still don't know what this is. Is this the Ryan Johnson trilogy? Is this the Kevin Feige stuff that he's working on? Um, is this like Taika Waititi's uh, movie? Like, there's so much, so many questions we don't know. We don't know what kind of trilogy this is going to be or what's, what it's going to be about. No, we don't know, and uh, I, I'm fine with that. I'm I'm happy with um, the Disney Plus stuff for the time being. In fact, that's for, to me has been the best of the stuff that we've got. So um, uh, it doesn't to me. It's neither here nor there. I, I'm I'm either way. If if the movies that they have scheduled turn into Disney Plus movies or shows, that'd be fine by me too. I just think yeah. Lucasfilm now has the track record where they can do a movie style um shows that don't do not suffer for being tv shows and uh you know they i think lucasfilm has blurred the line or disney whatever you want to however you want to refer to it but they have blurred the line better than anybody in terms of what is a movie and what's a tv show that's right and that even applies to like one of the other things we were going to talk about which is the uh, upcoming lando uh tv series now this is going to be based on uh donald glover's uh, character Lando Calrissian, right? So it is either a sequel or prequel to Solo. Um, I don't know. Do we know anything about when this is going to take place in this in the timeline? Or well, there, like there's some confusion. Like I've been reading articles about this online for the past few weeks, and uh, everybody has a scoop. Everybody thinks they. <laughs> it's not. It's very unclear. We could be talking about the same show. We could talk about a show with that has Lando and Ahsoka in it. That could happen. Uh, it could be it like Darth Maul could easily show up. See, that's funny when that when that Ahsoka rumor started, people assumed it was going to be The Mandalorian because that was the only show that was out. But it could be for any of these other shows, right? Ahsoka could be a part of any of this. Especially, it would actually make more sense for her to show up in the uh, in the Obi Wan show more than anything else. It could it could e very easily happen. Um, so I. I, I don't it's unclear if if um, if it's separate shows or if it's the same show, but uh, hey, I'm all for it. We know, but uh, we know that Lando's getting his own show, right? We know that's happening. Well, I'm starting to wonder about it because now um, there's uh, more breaking news. If like if you can believe it, there's more kind of stuff saying Alden Ehrenreich has been contacted. He was interviewed, too, and uh, he sort of uh, almost seemed to be saying, I've heard something. I think he said, I've heard something, but it's nothing's official or anything. So would he show up in a Lando show? Would they make the sequel to Solo as a Disney Plus limited series with Darth Maul? So here's the thing. Alden Aaron right now, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a bit soured on the whole thing, considering the reception that Solo be. got. Oh, no, he's okay no, with it? No, he does not seem to be. He seems to be fine entertaining the okay. idea that this is something he might well, do he's a work, he was an actor he wants to get a job right there's nothing better than a regular series as uh, far as well, i guess he wouldn't be a regular in the series but he could show up every once in a while i think the other thing that's been happening lately like you and i the day after we saw solo we're like this was awesome like we just really we you and i have been fans of solo since day one but but lots of other folks it's taken them a while to kind of get on board but it's happened 
Yes, and so, yes. And so you're seeing more people going, wow, that's actually a pretty good movie. That's kind of fun. And, oh, man, I'd like to see what happens with Crimson Dawn. And, now, now they talked. They did talk to Rod Howard, and he said there's not going to be a film sequel to Solo. No, and that's fine. Um, that's fine. Yeah. So they could continue it as part of the Lando series. They could keep. Um, they could, you know, make they on the strength of that. If that's successful, they could give Alden Ehrenreich his own series um, based on. You know, I think they just want to. Tr- I think Disney is always a little bit gun shy at this point because that was such a quote unquote failure that they don't want to just you know, go full force into that. But everyone likes the idea of a Lando series. In fact, there are people here who are trying to find a way to work um, Billy D. Williams into it, um, making meaning like it would be like a flashback. Like, I remember <laughs> Billy D. sitting around talking about, I remember the, the Battle of Tenev. And then he starts going into the... <laughs> Does, and here, by the flashback. way, I, I'm, uh, by law, here's where I have to mention the all-time worst version of that was Johnny Depp as Tonto in the Lone Ranger <laughs> sitting sitting at the museum. Yeah, but we're not going to have him appropriate a so, culture pretending no. to be enough something he's not. We're going to have gonna Lando happen. sitting at a museum and some kids will come in and he'll go, see that model of the Millennium Falcon? Well, that used to be my ship. Let me tell you a little story <laughs> that went something like this. There's a lot to explore there. There's a lot of, like, we could find out how he got them Falcon, yes. uh, how he created it. There's a lot of great adventure, I think, that could be. There was, like, I remember there was a series of books about Lando. Oh, yeah. Um, Brian Daly. Point, those Brian Daly. Is that what it was? I think okay. that's his name. Those Brian Daly. Yeah, books. those yeah. are good. I read like, those, I remember yeah. really, like, like, those are great, you know? So there's a lot of, of, of uh, content you can, you can create around that character. People really love that character. They love both versions of that character, yeah. right? Like, people may be, like... You know, not to uh, not on board with Alden Ehrenreich playing Han Solo, you know, but people do like Donald Glover as Han Solo. That was one of the best things about that movie. And I don't as even Lando. mind. Uh, sorry, it's Lando. Yeah, yeah. I don't even I don't even mind Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo anymore because we know we're not going to get any more Harrison Ford. So if we're going to get Han, this is the only way we're going to get Han Solo. Then I'm fine with it. Uh, so yeah. Somehow with the on t- on TV, it doesn't seem as much of a risk, and it doesn't it's, seem. It's, it's, but it's the same thing you just said. They're blurring the lines. It's yeah. the same thing. Well, it's, yes and no. It's, still, it's gonna have great special effects. Yeah. If you could watch an episode of The Mandalorian in a movie theater and feel like you're watching a Star Wars movie, right? You yeah. totally could. I would. So there is no difference. If they ran The Mandalorian in a movie theater for a one-time only promo, I'd go. Yeah, you could watch the yeah. entire series. They they could break it up. You could bring like watch three or four episodes at once, take a break, and do intermissions. Then they could do like a marathon of it. That would be awesome. And and I also think that would get them more Disney Plus subscriptions. You very right I before think you're the right. second season starts. Yeah, that's because, a great idea. Think, let's, let's let's pitch that to uh to someone at Lucasfilm. Yeah, let's, call Let, Pablo. let's pitch it to Grant Park Cinema. Let's start there. <laughs> there we go. Let them but, do the work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we see that kind of stuff happening around. They always do that around the Marvel movies. Like whenever yeah. they released an Avengers movie, they would do all the Avengers movie, and that's like twenty-seven something hours or more. Yeah. Um, now it is anyway, but uh, they would do huge marathons of Marvel movies. This isn't even that. This is maybe ten, not even ten hours, right? Of a, uh, it's how long is it? It's not that long. It's like ten episodes of like about half an hour each, so maybe five or six hours really. Yeah. Some of them are longer than half an hour. That would be a great idea. I would totally, I'd totally be up for that. Yeah, I think that would be, uh, that would, uh, I, I just think that uh, it would bring in people. Like, I still know people who wouldn't shell out the money 
to get yet another streaming service who already know about Baby Yoda. <laughs> know about well, everybody that. does, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already know about all that stuff, and they're interested in it, and they like it in theory, but they just will not fork over that money. Well, uh, and it's a tough sell to people who are not into any other Disney stuff. Like, I was telling... I it just is. hooked up... Yeah. My mom, my, my mom got a Roku uh, box, and so I went over and helped her hook it up, and I hooked her up with Disney+. Plus. I gave her access to my Disney Plus account. We share that kind of stuff. I, I use her yeah. Netflix. She uses my Disney+. Plus. And she, because she wanted to watch Hamilton, that was her big like oh, yeah. for Disney Plus, right? And that was a selling point for a lot of people. That did work as far as getting a lot of people set up to or to to sign up. Because if you sign up for Disney Plus, even if you have a free, I think it's a seven day free trial. Oh no, they got rid of the free trial, didn't they? I don't think they do the free trial anymore. But anyway, you still like you pay seven ninety nine and you can see Hamilton. Um, which is a great. Uh, by the way, did I have we talked about that yet? How awesome Hamilton is! Oh, it's good. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. I watched it on the first day. Yeah. I did. I, I watched it's it. Long. A couple of these. It is. It's like a three and a half hours. But it was like, uh, here's my hot take. Three years too late. It's a great musical, and I would love to see it in I, person. I also have a few. <laughs> I have a few criticisms that people won't like. <laughs> oh well, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that immediately. But anyway, that's, okay, that was one selling point. People won't like it because, and let me just give you one. I actually think the creator of the show is the least talented actor in the show. Oh, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I don't. I, I, you know? I haven't tested that on anyone, so, so I have a feeling well, that some, that some of the. I mean, some of the other characters are really great. Like I was expecting, you know, Lin Manuel gets all the attention yeah. for that because well, he, he wrote, wrote it. Yeah, so good for him, right? Yeah, I mean, it's an amazing, and the songs are amazing, and everything about it is amazing. And yeah, he's not the strongest performer, but maybe that's why he left, right? Like he did it, and then he's he's moved on. So somebody else plays yeah. Hamilton now in the in the Broadway musical. Although I don't know if that's even running right now. But um, some of those but, performers uh, are so freaking strong. Oh, that if you're really just good. slightly yeah. off your game, forget it. You're going to look like a schlub up there. Yeah, I can't imagine having to, and yeah. having to do that every night for however long oh, that was running. And making it crazy. fresh. Yeah, it, it's a great. Yeah. So anyway, that was one thing. So if, yeah, yeah, that would be a good kind of uh, marketing tool for, for Disney to partner with. And, and we'll see. I mean, it all depends, of course, on how the what the state of theaters are in September or October, whenever the hell we get that second season of The Mandalorian, because right now theaters are open, but they're just showing old movies. Um, so I can go see Jaws in the movie theater if I want to. I can go see... Uh, it's funny, because I saw a news story. I guess somewhere they re-released Empire Strikes Back in the theaters. Uh, not here. It's not playing anywhere here, but there are other places around in, in, the, in the States. And uh, among the top box office, because we still get reports of box office take or whatever... Um, there was one that said that the Empire Strikes Back was number one at the box office this past weekend, and then the other one was I think American Pie was the other one. I don't remember, but they're like all they're doing now is showing old movies because all they can show because there have been no new releases, um, except for like they're showing actually the Invisible Man and Trolls World Tour, those ones that kind of got released direct to uh, to digital um, for twenty bucks or whatever it was. They are showing those in the theaters now, but there's been nothing new. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's kind of a, that'd be a fun little uh, thing to do. And I think it would even be worth maybe, I don't know what it would cost to, to get the rights to that and to rent a theater and to do that. But I think I might look into that for, uh, for FanQuest or something. That might be fun. Oh, that's a great idea. Do a little private screening of the Mandalorian season. That'd be awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. Sign me up. All right. That's on, sign me up for the COVID. <laughs> that's not, of course, so, that's the problem with any suggestion anybody has now, which is, are we going to catch COVID? <laughs> Well, like, uh, yeah, that's, that's the worry, right? Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, now let's run down. There's some other things here that um, kind of let's take a look at what everything is, what is all coming out. I have an article here from ET Entertainment Tonight that shows like everything that's kind of been either rumored or announced that's coming up for Star Wars, including all the Disney Plus series. Um, 
so we got oh, it says October. So Mandalorian season two is October 2020. That's confirmed. Great. Um, the Bad Batch, as we discussed last episode, your favorite, your favorite uh, squad. That's 2021 for that. Series. I want the Spice Girls now. <laughs> Bring them back. Give them a series. Now, what's interesting here is that there's uh, there is the and they've announced this. It's been announced for a long time, but the Cassian Andor Rogue One prequel series. Uh, still no date on that. Still no mm-hmm. so release date, and I don't know if they're shooting or what the status of that is. But it was. It, I mean, that's something we also kind of like to see. It's got Alan Tudyk reprising his role as uh, K2SO, and it's set before Rogue One. So again, in that same kind of time frame as like that's another that's another series that um, Han Solo could show up in or or Lando. It's the same time frame, right? They're all kind of running around at the same time in this in the in the before uh, New Hope. Um, so yeah, still it says it was originally set to go into production in 2019. Um, I guess they say he said it was shoot this year, but again, it's delayed because of all the COVID-19 stuff. So they might be getting that going again. Yes, please. And, and, (laughs) and by all means, surprise us with an early release on it. Well, it's, yeah, but they don't know. I don't know. Um, when it says it's shooting this year, like 2020, but probably delayed because of the, uh, the pandemic. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. Same with Obi-Wan. That's right, and that's the next one yeah. on this list. Again, to be uh, to be announced still for the dates. Um, last we heard, they were it was in rewrites, uh, which is you know fine. It's part mm-hmm. of the whole process. A lot of people write too much into that, and then we of course we, as we discussed last episode, there are rumors that Hayden Christensen may return at some point for parts of that, uh, regardless of what that would be. Um, now this one does say it does follow the adventures of Obi Wan bef- between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, so they will take place in that twenty year span. Um, between those or 18 years rather between those two movies yeah. lots of lots of times so this is while he's on you know Tatooine um, so lots of great uh, and they, you think of what the like the way they kind of pioneered the, the way they shot the Mandalorian that same thing can apply to this as well because the way they use that digital background with that big huge screen and the sets like that can they can use that for all of these series you know it's it's really cool it's gonna look really good yeah uh, it says the Mandalorian's Deborah Chow is on board to direct, which is great. She was very good as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then the next one here is the untitled Taika Waititi movie. IG-11, the movie. Uh, no, it says here, when it was first reported that Waititi has been, had been tapped to direct his own Star Wars movie, he reacted with his Jedi mind check. Listen, what does approach even mean? I've seen Star Wars. That's about as far as it got. Uh... <laughs> so, come on. <laughs> um, so he's officially helming it. Um... He will. Da, 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 da. He did direct. He did direct the season one finale of the Mandalorian. Uh, that was, so that's 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 a great. That is a great episode. Yeah, it really was. So much good um, stuff in there. Leslie Headland series, uh, the Russian oh. Doll showrunner is yeah. in development on a new series. That, I never heard of that one actually. Yeah, I heard about that, but nobody has a clue. That could be the Ahsoka show. Could be. Okay. Yeah. I thought the, I thought Ahsoka was going to be a guest, like showing up on the Mandalorian or something. Well, the part like that. of the problem is we don't really know. Okay. Like we know a couple. We, like we know for sure Obi Wan. We know for sure Cassian Andor. The other stuff is just all like leaked. We think this, we think that, and it doesn't necessarily mean one way or another that that's actually going to play out the way the spoiler appears to. Okay. Uh, the next one on the list here is the Untitled Ryan Johnson Trilogy, which we assume is going to be about Broom Boy. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> now, what I find interesting here is 
Okay, so Ryan Johnson does The Last Jedi. It divides Star Wars fans. It causes a rift in the Star Wars universe, and, and half the fans hate it and hate him for what he did to it. Despite the fact that they felt they had to ret retcon everything he did in The Last Jedi, they, they're still letting him create his own trilogy. Um, maybe that's what they should have done in the first place. Maybe they should have just given the whole thing to Ryan Johnson in the beginning. I don't know. Or they should have given the whole thing to J.J. Abrams. Um, either or, I think they would have like had a more like a more um, connected trilogy. Like the you know we've talked about how that, especially the second and third one, feel like completely different things. So maybe that's the lesson they sh they should have learned here is don't give each movie to a different director. Although I mean, like they did that. I think they were trying to base it on what what happened for uh, the original trilogy. But the problem is George Lucas was involved in all of them back then right so he really is the director even though he didn't like call the shots or anything like that he was really the guy who was the creative vision both behind everything that, that happened in star wars so it, it doesn't matter like who's directing the thing it, what, what matters is who's kind of making the creative decisions and somehow i don't know again i still don't know how they let ryan johnson get away with what he got away with and didn't expect it for for the uh, final movie. Like, it just seems so weird. I don't think there's any confirmation, by the way, that he's actually doing the Broom Boy movie. That that's what oh, it's no, no. based on. But I'm we assuming, should say no, that. Yeah, that. we should say that. Yeah, he, but, but what else would it be? It seems like that was laid there for that purpose. Exactly, yeah. That yeah. was the whole thing about that. Is And it could be... And that, that's not bad. I don't mind that idea. Like, again, it would be just exploring other parts of the Star Wars universe that don't have anything to do with the main characters. Um, it would take place in that world that after... Um, we're, we're going to assume it takes place in the world after the defeat of the Emperor, after the events of, of the Rise of Skywalker. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. What else is on the list? Um, we've got Untitled Kevin Feige movie. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Uh, don't don't know uh, mm. anything about that. No, <laughs> me neither. He, he's going to produce it, produce something. It might be... Now, this this is me just speculating, but it might be that they want him to come in and talk about how he did the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, he is the guy who really made that all happen and, and made that such a cohesive thing. So, the, again, they may be thinking about doing this for Star Wars and they want to kind of consult him on how to do it well and what should happen. So I wouldn't be surprised if he had, like, a more of a, a producer role on everything. Maybe it's not a movie. Maybe it's, like, he's going to be a producer on the Taika Waititi movie and the Ryan Johnson movies and kind of bringing it all together... You know what I mean? That that's that would seem like a more logical thing to do rather than just to give him one movie. Yeah, he's better. He's better. He's got a long. He's got a great like overview of the whole thing. So he's better as a as a long term guy, not a short term one movie guy. Right. right? So, uh, what else? The untitled J D Dillard movie. Huh? What's this? Uh, um. Oh, it's unclear whether this is a theatrical release or something for Disney Plus. All right. Uh, so don't know, don't even know this guy. Never heard of this guy. It said he helmed Slight and Sweetheart. I don't know what those are, um, and an episode of The Outsider on HBO. But I don't. I know what that is, yeah. but I don't know which episode he did. So I don't know anything about that. It's a good it series. Is, is, I'm sure it is. Yeah. It looks really good. Um, and then of course, The Mandalorian season three is the last thing on here, which I'm sure they'll do. Um, oh yeah. Especially after getting all these nominations and everything, right? They're they've oh. got like. A, free reign to do whatever they want for the Mandalorian so it wouldn't surprise that me. is uh, basically the main reason why people have Disney plus is for the Mandalorian and not just Star Wars fans it became it was like a breakout hit and so you don't take the show that people have watched tune in to watch and then don't renew it my guess is if anything Disney would want to carry it carry it on as long as humanly possible 
because that's the show that uh, they made their name on for the streaming well, they service. Wanna, yeah, but they also want to make sure, like, you can't run it too long. Disney's been pretty good, and certainly Lucasfilm has been pretty good for not running shows too long. I mean, the uh, Rebels only went four seasons. Um, I guess Clone Wars went seven, which is pretty long. But for the most part, uh, you don't want a show to run forever and ever. You want to have, like, a finite kind of uh, timeline. Um, but all they need is for another show to hit. So one of these other shows, they need that to hit big as well, and then they'll be in a better position. Um, I don't know what what they're doing as far as developing non-Star Wars content. I'm sure they are working on lots of stuff, but I've, nothing's really come across my desk that I've really noticed as far as, like, that would stand out as being a great, great hit as far as Disney stuff is concerned. But they just need a couple more of these shows to be, to be good. And then they're going to try and do, like, the AMC thing. AMC built itself on Mad Men. And, and Breaking Bad. Right. Those are the two big series on AMC. Once they had a couple other series in the works, then they could let those go. The Walking Dead then came in and carried it for a while. And now they kind of have the... I think The Walking Dead is the um, the success, even though a lot of us don't watch it anymore. It's still like a, a pretty successful show as far as ratings go. It's great in the demo. It's a, it's a yeah, total that, demo play. And that's a show that allows them to do stuff like um, like Preacher or any of these other kind of... There's one called Nosferatu that looks really good that I haven't watched yeah. yet. Um, oh, I watched and, it. It's, it's okay. Yeah. It, it's hit and miss. Hit and miss. But, like, there's some great stuff, and then there's some stuff that's not so great. But it's fine. It's fine. It's got it's got Spock in it. It's got the guy who plays Spock it in ever. the movies. Okay. Creepy Spock. <laughs> He's creepy. Well, he played... Remember, before he was Spock, he was Siler. He was the bad guy in Heroes. Yeah. Remember that? That show? So he was very good as the bad guy in that show. So I think that guy could do a bad guy for sure if he's the bad guy. Um, what else? Anything else we want to talk about this week? Do we miss anything? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember what else we had. Uh, no, that's probably it. Before we go, I think we should make some kind of a commitment to watch something Star Wars related in the next week or so. Uh, let's give ourselves some Star Wars homework. Sure. So we can discuss. What do you want to watch? We'll pick something to watch over the next two weeks and then we'll talk about it in the next episode. Uh, like what, are you, what have you got in mind? I don't know, like a rewatch of Solo or of uh, Rogue One or anything, anything at all. I've never watched a single episode of Star Wars Resistance. Oh, neither have I. Dare I bring that up? Uh, I watched the first episode and I dropped it after that. Uh, let's do Solo. How about we do? How about we do okay. Solo? Can you watch? Can you watch Solo? Of course I can. Since since that's a lot of the like, it's kind of centered around a lot of this, so we can talk about. And in the meantime, we can also uh, try to figure out who Mark Hamill does the voice of. In oh. that? Remember, we wanted to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, did they? They never did say, did they? They never did say. All so right. let's see if we can do that. So next, so in the next, before the next episode, we will both watch Solo and make some notes, and then we'll come back and talk about uh, Solo after a, more of a deep dive. Like we only ever really talked about it on this podcast once when it first came out, right? right? So let's uh, we'll do that. Oh, did we do a commentary? On, yes, we did on Solo. I believe we did. So I guess twice. Uh, did we? So twice we talked about Solo. Okay, yeah. So we'll do it right after the movie and then, the commentary. And then uh, yeah. commentary. All right, yeah. we'll do that. Let's do that. Let's be on there. That's our Star Wars homework, and of course, anybody listening if you want to do it as well go ahead and watch solo in the next uh, two weeks and before the next episode comes up uh we'll uh we'll discuss it yeah there might actually even be some news in the next couple weeks about what it is in fact we're talking about it turns out what is what is the show that we're talking about that they have yet to announce that's gonna do it for this episode of the star wars nerds i'm dan vadabonker i'm kenton larson don't let the force hit you in the ass tk421 you come. Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power. <laughs> <laughs>